0: You win this battle, man, i soon be dead. I blew your face to my dick so I can fuck with your head. I got metaphors coming through my pores. You've probably never been in a battle before, so I hope you realize your mistake. There ain't a party, cast a candles, this won't be a piece of cake. Face- Folks, welcome to the Before Hours Podcast, an internet radio phenomenon hosted by an occasional morning person. I ask the most interesting people I know about their sleep. Routine, life, love, stress, setbacks, whatever else comes to mind. If you want to talk to us, you may do so. Our email is thebeforehourspodcast at gmail.com. Say whatever you want and I'll read it on the air. But for now, we have comedian, uh, the goofball of comedy fight club. And I'm going to go ahead and say, Patrick, a good friend, Patrick Hackerty. How are you? I'm good. Throbbing Bobby Sheehan. Throbbing Bobby Sheehan, dude. That's me. I have like various nicknames that people give me, but yours might be my favorite. Yeah. Throbbing Bobby. You know why I call you that? No. It's because you have a big throbbing cock. Oh, you are seriously misinformed. <laughs> well, throbbing. I will get throbbing. It is throbbing. Yeah, here. I've noticed. It's, you you yeah, have noticed. I can see the blood pulsating. You know, thing. I got what may be my uh, most favorite compliment that I've ever received. And this is going to sound weird that mm-hmm. I'm telling a compliment that I received to me, to the listeners, but it happened and I'm still confused by it, uh-huh. which is I did an open mic not to brag. <laughs> and the host afterwards, uh, just riffing out, off of me, said, Bobby, you had quite an impressive. Bulge up here. And I thought he was just doing what a lot of us men comics do, which is like make gay jokes to each other. Yeah. But then I looked to the to the audience and it was a mixture of comedians and non comedians and men and women. And there seemed to be a nodding of agreement. <laughs> yeah. Now I've been very clear, very clear, very clear on this podcast that I have a humble penis. Right. Okay. Nothing to write home about. But it's also not medically small. You know what I mean? Sure. So I was confused. I'm like why? Do, why did I, in this moment, have an impressive bulge, mm-hmm. and I did jack off two hours before I was on that stage? Mm. So that's the money. That's, that's and I usually, when I jerk off in the middle of the day, I take a shower just because I feel dirty. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, but I didn't. Mm-hmm. So now is my new stand-up ritual: jerk off exactly two hours before I go on stage and don't shower. Don't shower. Right. That might be the way to go. Yeah. That's why yeah. I brought you on. I wanted to ask your <laughs> opinion. Sure, sure. I
1: agree with the showering too because a lot of times I'll use hand lotion mm-hmm. and washing your hands with just hand soap after hand lotion doesn't really work, you know, because it's like, it's kind of got the same viscosity as the hand soap. So it's, it just doesn't come
0: off. I want to go on record and some some people already know this about me. I think if they've listened to Locker Room Talk or if they've listened to the Super Seniors, mm. i done a lot of
1: podcasts. Sure. Yeah. But
0: if they've listened to either of those, they might know that I'm a on the record dry jacker. Ah, uh, okay. I don't use lotion. I use right. lo- I put lotion on right now because my hands were cold from being outside in the cold. So
1: your hands are soft
0: enough as it is, maybe that's why. And yeah, but my penis, maybe my penis is all dry and scaly. You're right. You're right. Yeah, and it's you're right, and it's
1: just um mm-hmm. but by comparison your hands are soft because a, of your scaly penis.
0: This is this is a podcast where we talk about our morning routines, routines in general, but I'm going to go ahead and ask it Patrick, do you have a jerk off routine? Um
1: yeah, a little bit. I'm mm-hmm. like, I kind of, uh, you know, like nuzzle up with my penis, like give give it a nice, how's it going? Mm-hmm. And then eventually, I'm like, all right, now it's time to like do the do the jerk. You know?
0: Okay, so you, you you give yourself a little bit of foreplay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I You're give it a little, romantic. I, I'm a romantic
1: when mm-hmm. it comes to jerking off for sure.
0: Have you ever jerked off into a sock before?
1: Uh, let me think. I think it's a myth. Uh, yeah, yeah, not into a sock because part of that would involve. The, the way I think of it is the jerking motion mm-hmm. with a sock mm-hmm. in between your hand and the, in your penis, yeah. which would be really un- painful. Painful. Like, yeah. Yeah. Strange. Yeah. Like, like Bernie and you know, like, like as, remember when you, as a kid, you're playing on the, in, in like a room with the carpet and you fall down and you get rug burn, rug burn on your yeah. knees. Mm-hmm. You'd be getting that on your penis. Yeah. You
0: know? Yeah. And no thanks. No thanks. To that. Well, you know, statistically, you know, fetish theory uh, I haven't heard it. Fetish theory is the idea that if you can conceive of something being somebody's fetish, then statistically it is somebody's fetish. Oh yeah, which yeah. means somebody wants rug burn on their penis out there. Right, right. It, it, yeah,
1: and 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 it is like, uh, so I ejaculate into into like tissue or mm-hmm. uh, toilet paper mm-hmm. um, uh, usually when mm-hmm. I when I jerk off. That is, and so jerking off when there's kind of something blocking the the way, mm-hmm. it has its own allure, but then. The sock is nice. I would assume because it's kind of an open you, tube. You you'd come anywhere. You just boom. You mm-hmm. just like you just you just do it, and it's often to open air while still being contained into the sock. Yeah. So I get. I do get the sock. Might have to try it when I get home. Yeah, yeah, Right. Because because whenever I have the opportunity to be like, oh, yeah, just going, it just has
0: the opportunity to like free space ejaculate. Free space ejaculate. Yeah, It's yeah. like when you're uh, playing bingo. Right. And you got to ejaculate <laughs> to spell bingo, but you do the free space first. That's in the middle, yeah. In the middle. Everyone gets ejaculate. Yeah. You know what? I feel like uh, I wouldn't want to waste a sock, too. Right. I don't want to waste a sock, which means I don't want to use a new sock every time. But yeah. I also don't want to. Have the jerk off sock because that to me seems disgusting.
1: Right, right. Or like, like you said, you don't want to use a new sock, but you also don't want to use an old sock. You don't use an old yeah, sock, yeah. and
0: you can't use a sock with holes in it. It defeats the whole purpose. Exactly right. Yeah, I, uh, I'm grossed out by the idea of uh, a handkerchief. I've been oh, running yeah. this by people because I remember my friend, his dad. He was an old man from Texas, and so he did like everything like a little bit different. I'm from upstate New York. So Uh it's like a different culture. And so he's the only person I've seen outside of a movie to pull out what he dubbed a hanky. So you pull it out from his breast pocket, pocket, sneeze into it or blow his nose into it and then put it. I'm like, whatever you're mucusing into, if you could use mucus as a verb. Uh Uh-huh it has to be disposable. Like the next move should be you're putting that in the garbage, not you're putting it back on your person. Uh, yeah, uh, almost entirely
1: I agree. Other than if you're like, you've just been sneezing all fucking day uh-huh. and you'd be using an entire box of tissues unless yeah. you got to reuse a couple times. Mm-hmm. But, I, but I agree. You can't be reusing throughout the entire day. You use it maybe four times this particular tissue and then it's got to go in the garbage. It's like drenched in snot. you know, Or like, yeah, you'd have to be washing it all day, this this thing. Like re like getting a new one. Like uh they use babies used to wear reusable diapers. Oh, that's
0: wild to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Speaking of babies, you're a proud uncle. I am. And I'm a little bit jealous, to be honest, because I'm an only child, so I have uh-huh. no opportunity to be an uncle. I mean, I could marry a woman that has siblings. Right. And then I could be like a in that uncle in law, uncle, uncle,
1: uh, uh, uncle by marriage, but you'd still be an uncle because my uncle's by marriage. I, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's my uncle. You know, yeah. So, mm-hmm. but there is like almost like this, yeah, like, oh, hey, buddy, what's up? Like that's like the nuggie giver is the uncle by marriage. Yeah, 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 yeah. I so love- you can be a nuggie giver. Ooh, that'd be nice.
0: It does sound nice.
1: Yeah. And I don't know. Uh, and, and the verb form of "nuggy Giver.
0: No, no. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> so, how many siblings
1: do you have? I have four. Oh, I'm the youngest of five. The youngest? Oh, you're the baby. Yeah. I am. Oh,
0: my goodness. What's being the baby like?
1: Oh, it was good. It was, uh, I had friends at home all the time. Like, yeah. there, there was always someone to hang out with.
0: But it also made it so that I
1: didn't feel the need to get friends as a as a child. I was like, I don't need friends. I have all my friends at home. And they all went away to, to college. So it had its it had its drawbacks as well. Okay. Yeah.
0: yeah. Wh- who's the uh what are the ages roughly? Uh it goes uh 1980, uh-huh. 82, 85, 88, 91. 91, yeah. that's you. And yeah, yeah. I was born in ninety. Hell yeah. yeah. Um oh you're the baby. So the, the babies get spoiled, right? Did you feel spoiled? Uh, a little bit. It, it, and also, the rules change.
1: So, the rules I heard about when they were kids were like, you can't do this and you can't watch that. Uh-huh. Those rules are out the window. The
0: par- parents, I imagine, just get tired. Yeah, and they're yeah. like, all right. You
1: know. Well, I, yeah. And, and eventually, you know, my brother, my oldest brother is 11 years older than me. Mm-hmm. So, for much of it, it's like, he can take care of our son now. Like he's yeah. 15 and he's, he's 15 and he's four. They can, he can chill with him. You know, they, they can look after each other. You know?
0: Oh dude, 15 and four. So like, that's crazy. He saw you grow up. Yeah. There is, there is, there this thing where he'll always see you as being like a little boy I mean, does does he value you as an adult now? Is what I'm asking. <laughs> yeah, I think now he does. Yeah, yeah.
1: It took it took a while, right? It takes a while before. Uh, but but even you know, there, there's still some level of oh, what a what a scamp.
0: Mm. You know? Yeah, I I do feel that that like I feel so. I don't have any siblings, so I don't have any younger siblings, of course. But I have friends that have younger siblings, and I sort of I because I only see them intermediately now. You know, so now now they're, you know, old enough to drink and stuff. But it's like I still I'm like, ah no, that's a little kid, though. Right. You know right, what right I mean, right. which I imagine is how my parents at some level feel about me. Yeah. Like they're proud of me and they believe in like the adult things that I do. But like at the end of the day, they did like change my diaper and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, right. But.
1: Yeah, I, I think it's a balance because now I, I'm interacting with my parents as adults, you mm-hmm. know, like I'm an adult and then they're adults. So t- in many ways like, we have conversations that are much more uh, in depth than they than they used to be. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, then also they say, oh, hey, Pat, Pat. Like they call me by my childhood. Nickname oh, Pat, 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 Pat. Pat. Yeah, I love
0: yeah. that, dude. It's like Bam yeah. Bam. Yeah, right. right. And <laughs> Pretty I, similar. Yeah. I imagine you were just as destructive as Bam Bam. I had too. similar tendencies for sure to Bam Bam. Okay. Yeah. What kind of Bam Bam stuff did you get into? Uh, I mean, there it's- there- it sounds worse than what it actually is yeah. <laughs> it sounds like a crime <laughs> euphemism for a crime it's not i promise yeah, yeah. it's not YouTube. no it's
1: a bam bam from uh, the flintstones mm-hmm. yeah. but i i when i was i was we were watching uh, family videos or home videos recently and i was i it's stuff that i do not remember like when i was 2 years old and i was just sprinting in circles and around the house and doing like kind of front flips uh, as a 2 year old And I was, I was really impressed with my athleticism, my athleticism. Yeah, dude, as a a trap. well, you're
0: very, uh, I recently saw you do a flip on stage. I won't (laughs) give away the reason why for people that haven't watched it, but Uh yeah, you're very, as far as comedians go, you're very athletic. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) There's a lot. You've incorporated calisthenics in various ways. Uh huh. Yeah. 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 If it's there, you know, you got to use what you got. Mm-hmm. You got to use what you got. Yeah. yeah. So, but you are a sports guy too. Definitely. And I spit, I say it that way. Cause I feel like most men are sports guys, but most comedians are not sports guys. Right. right. So that's sort of interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
1: I, I, well, I, I will say I started or not started but I did a lot of improv mm-hmm. uh, when I was younger mm-hmm. and they were probably even at one point it was even how much I was doing improv and stand up. Okay. And improvisers are such lame nerds. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> uh <laughs> and then and then stand up comedians. I still have to compare them to improvisers where I'm like, oh these guys are like cool jocks like uh-huh. as compared to improvisers at least which okay. is which shows <laughs> you what improvisers <laughs> are like. <laughs> You're a cool jock as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, okay. <laughs> you at least work out and you're like yeah. you're like oh yeah cool guys I'm, yeah nice. i'm not going <laughs> zip zap zip or whatever <laughs> all the time right yeah so it, it was a huge change i remember one time i was it was a huge world series game in, in baseball and i was trying to watch it and all these improvisers were like oh are you watching the sports game i'm like dude it's a fucking championship can yeah. can you or just ignore it like don't talk to me at all but you know you don't have to the, uh, the whole weird
0: sports about it. ball thing is so rough. very cringy to me. Yeah. And you've seen the l- "let people enjoy things" meme. Yeah, I think that's the best answer to that. You right. know, for those unfamiliar, the comic is like, ooh, you know, it's the typical improv. Ooh, you're watching sports ball. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And then the the next panel is someone just grabbing his lips and going, "Shh, let <laughs> people enjoy things." Yeah, because I I feel like the opposite really isn't true. I mean, you have Almost like in a like a 80s comedy trope, you have like the jock that's like, oh, you're a theater kid. What are you fucking gay? But I feel like the opposite is more common now. Yeah, oh, without a doubt. Yeah, yeah it's it's like because I'm sure like most people on on a fucking professional football team, for example, love watching like comedy movies and plays and whatever, whatever other like artsy things. And uh yeah they don't look at like what other people do as being like f- stupid or like frivolous yeah. but I feel like there's this you know what it is is people that got bullied for like a second in middle school or high school and then they're like still not over it. Yeah yeah
1: like, oh, that that was the jocks fault. Mm-hmm. It's like, jocks? Like, we're all in our 30s. Yeah. Like, we're not jocks anymore. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we're just people who like to wa- do certain things. And uh-huh. I mean, we like to watch lots of stuff, mm-hmm. not just sports. <laughs> it's one of the things we like, but yeah. Uh, the You know, I think of it in terms of, like, Taylor Swift is humongously famous mm-hmm. and humongously popular, yeah. and people are, are obsessed with her. Mm-hmm. and In the same way that it, uh, I've noticed people get obsessed with, like, the Super Bowl. Yeah. Um, and I, and I try to look at it that way where I think, oh, I hate it when people give me a hard time about being really into sports. So I won't give people a hard time about being really into Taylor Swift, uh-huh. but I don't fucking get it. Yeah. It, like, yeah I, you know, I don't, I'm a, I don't know. She's, she was a really big, she was a good singer in the, when I was in college and she's still a good singer, but it, yeah. it, it, it doesn't make any sense to me. But you know, there's just people who watching as much. Baseball, as I do. It doesn't make sense
0: to them. So, dude, I, I do. So my relationship with sports is like, I won't watch it if I'm not uh, there live or if I'm not uh, with my dad. Mm. So my, my dad makes sports fun because he knows like everything. So he could just like, you know, rattle autistically while the game is happening and it helps me understand it more. You know what I mean, and I get to hang out with my dad, who I'm a fan of. Yeah, I like him. Good. Um, And uh, and live is very fun. People that say baseball is boring, um, I I get it. But if you go to a live baseball game, it's so very fun. Yeah. And what I what I think makes a sport like popular in America, I have this theory about baseball and football, is that uh, you don't have to like watch for very long. You know what I mean? Like if you're, you could just like kind of eat a hot dog and talk to your friend and wait till everyone starts yelling. And then Mm -hmm. when everyone starts yelling, you look at the field.
1: Right. Right. And then there's something going on. Cause I've been to a
0: soccer game. I've been to a hockey game. I've been to a basketball game. And those are all variations of the same thing, which is people constantly like running up and down. So you sort of have to like, Tennis, I guess, this way, too, where there's this there's this phenomenon of you looking left and looking right, and looking left and looking right. And kind of if you look away for a second, you are going to miss something. So baseball and football is you kind of relax. A
1: little. Yeah, yeah. There's there's actual there's uh, scheduled moments of downtime uh, yeah. in both those sports. Yeah, I think I think of people who, who think baseball is boring as being big idiots. I, I think that they're Ooh. big dumb dumbs, big dumb. They just don't get it. They, you know, it's a little bit more complicated of a sport. Then uh, than some of the other ones, because, yeah, like you said, it is they they're all goal oriented. Yeah, uh, literally, mm-hmm. you know, like where it's you go this way f- for a goal, you go that way for a goal mm-hmm. and, and you just go back and forth. It, it's particular particularly the other popular team sports in, in America, mm-hmm. uh, whereas, yeah, baseball is a different thing. But it but it does come from cricket, which is mostly goal oriented cause it, cause it's, you hit it and then you run forward and then you run back. So mm-hmm. it's, so it's kind of, that was just a slight variation on the soccer and lacrosse uh, mentality of you just go back and forth. So, yeah. So I'm trying to be like your dad and explain some things to yeah, you. Yeah. I you love like that sport. dude.
0: I played cricket one time with my, uh, cause I lived, this is going to sound random, but I lived in Prague and while I lived in Prague, I had a roommate from India And there was a little Indian expat community in Prague. And uh, he was like, you should play cricket with us. And I was like, I'm never going to have this opportunity again to play cricket with people. So I tried it and it, it was fun. I didn't quite understand the rules. Yeah. And also there's this weird thing where like all the Indian guys spoke English, but they preferred not to, which I found strange. Yeah. Like, so I was kind of like in the dark for a lot of it. But right. Yeah. I mean, it's an it's a it's an excuse to run. And I, I think that's important for Americans is to find an excuse to run. So we don't all die from fatty liver disease in our fifties. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah. yeah. I I think of it, I think in terms of
1: when's the next time I'm gonna be athletic, you know, mm-hmm. like where and for that reason. Like I it
0: a sedentary lifestyle is not uh not good. Mm-hmm. So I um came to fitness <laughs> what a funny way to put that. I, uh, be- sometimes I can. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, some girls on Instagram. Yeah. we yeah, like lifting um, weights. Yeah. A muscle mommy, any muscle mommies up mm-hmm. there, please DM me. Uh-huh. Um, or, if, you know, any kind of mommy.
1: Right. Uh, <laughs> or any kind of muscle,
0: <laughs> any kind of, yeah, any kind of, any kind just DM me. I'm very lonely. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> just say hi. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, so I got introduced to fitness in my twenties and, uh, which is strength training. And it's really the, the only way I'm, I, I walk a lot and I do strength training and is like, th- that's my relationship to physical activity. Um, but, uh, I wish that I had uh, that someone explained to me when I was younger, like high school. Cause high school, I was fully into like, I'm a guy that reads books and I'm a guy that's interested in the arts and just that whole being physical thing is not for me. And it was, it was based on the idea that like, I have bad eyesight and I'm fairly clumsy. And I was like, well, there's no room for me in the world of physical activity if I'm blind and clumsy. And then when I like started strength training, I was like, oh you could, it doesn't, I mean, you have to see well enough to like look at your own form Um mm-hmm. and you could be clumsy as shit. It doesn't matter. It'll also make you probably a little less clumsy as,
1: I, as you, as you start to mm-hmm. get, get used to your body because you're exercising more.
0: Now And I was very uh, surprised to learn because you're, you're, you're kind of buff. Um, You know, we could call this episode, the buff boys, maybe. Sure. But, yeah. Um, yeah. The Buff Boys podcast. The Buff Boys podcast. Yeah, we'll yeah. I'll think about. it. Um, <laughs> uh-huh. but uh but you
1: don't go to the gym. Uh no, no. Ever. I, I don't have a not uh, every so often over the course of my life I've had gym memberships uh-huh. and it's usually for a specific reason. Okay. Uh like I train for triathlons here and there and so I will get a gym membership that has a, a for, to a gym that has a pool. Okay. So in order to swim cuz there's no real way to swim other than even if you go to, you, even if you have a friend who you're really close to, imagine if you went and swam laps in a yeah. pool. they be like, "What the fuck are you doing?" <laughs> it's like I, I invited you over to hang out, and you're just swimming laps. You know, so so it's hard to find a place to swim laps. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that so I'll I'll get a gym membership, and that even that's pretty rare. Like to w- that I do that. Uh, yeah, and and I I work with my hands. I'm uh, I do moving jobs, and I, so I go up uh, and downstairs. I also have my own kind of at home stuff. So I have a pull-up bar, Mm -hmm. upper body. All you need is a pull-up bar. That's my, that's my, that's my belief anyway. And it it works out, it works out your entire arm and even works out your core a decent amount. Mm -hmm. Your chest, it's probably more of like the middle of your chest as opposed to if you wanted a little bit more of a push, uh, which is how you work your chest is by pushing. Mm -hmm. Uh, So it's, it's not, going to work out your chest incredibly it's probably going to work out your chest in the same way that a swimmer might uh might work out their chest and be like kind of ropey uh and then i have a stationary bike and i do some sit-ups and i do push-ups and yeah so it's all at home these days and and also my job my my day job is uh -hmm. is heavy lifting
0: yeah Mm -hmm. uh but i've seen you on comedy shows where you do a lot of the heavy lifting too Oh, yeah. And that you're carrying the other comedians. (laughs) Yeah, I've noticed that myself. (laughs) (laughs) You didn't want to bring it up yourself, so you let me bring it up for you. That's why I brought
1: up heavy lifting, though. I was hoping (laughs) that you'd bring that up.
0: So you've done triathlons? Yeah. Uh, walk me through what a triathlon is like. I can't walk you through it. You'd have to run, <laughs> bike, Jeez. and swim through it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Woo! <laughs> hey Yeah. So I've only done a sprint triathlon, uh, w- which is a little bit shorter version of it. Mm-hmm. And so the version I did was, it, you, so you swim first, you bike second, and then you run third. Okay. Which I, I found funny when I heard the, the, the order uh-huh. a little bit because they're like, oh, yeah, it makes sense that the swimming's first so that you don't drown. You know, like cause you figure, because you don't want people to be a little bit more tired, right? Because if you did running than biking, and then you're like swimming when you're already like kind of worn out, uh-huh. and then a bunch of people are just like fall into the water, which so would they be do bad press, yeah. So they kind of do it as the hardest first, and the second hardest, then the easiest, which is running. Okay. Uh, So it goes swimming, biking, running. Mm-hmm. And the swim for the sprint triathlon is about a quarter mile, mm-hmm. which is lo- longer than it sounds for, mm-hmm. uh, and I'm sure anyone who's swam even just two laps thinks no, a quarter mile is really long. Yeah. And then the bike is 12 miles and this is just a sprint triathlon. And then the run is a 5k is uh, so 3.1 miles. Oh geez. Yeah. Okay. With the idea being that, all of them are probably the equivalent to a five K just within their own, their, their own uh, uh-huh. thing. The
0: swimming is like the only one that I've like, I don't, I'm not, I'm such a weak swimmer. Honestly, yeah. I don't think I'd be comfortable participating just because of that.
1: Yeah. You, I I've, I, so I've done two of them and that's the part that you, 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 and even if you think like, Oh, I'm a pretty good swimmer. And then you get into the training part of it mm-hmm. and you do like 10 laps, even, and you're like, like dizzy and you're like, Whoa, it's, it's hard. Swimming is really hard because mm-hmm. there's no break. Whereas biking, you can kind of coast, you know, you let the bike roll Yeah, uh, and just keep yourself balanced. Mm-hmm. And then running even you can kind of jog and like slow down a little bit. Yeah. Swimming. You're all, even if you slow down and tread water, uh-huh. it's, if anything, that's harder yeah, to, yeah, yeah. Like, to just stay in place. So yeah. So yeah. So the swimming part is definitely the hardest part uh, where I, I went against, you know, me and my friend did it the first time I ever did it and he was, much better than me at the biking and the and the running. He's like a, a great uh, cardio level athlete, mm-hmm. uh, but I beat him on the swim just because it's totally different. Like he just he just couldn't he just couldn't quite do it as well as I did. Which I beat him by maybe like a second. Like but but I did actually beat him there, even though he's just great athlete. Mm-hmm. So yeah, swimming's different, right? Swimming's tough. Swimming is
0: uh, difficult. The whole triathlon that you describe sounds difficult. What is yeah. the motivation? Is it, ju- do you like pushing yourself physically and seeing like, yeah, what, what can you accomplish or so? My, so my brother had done it. Uh-huh. Uh, so that, that was a big, that was a big drive
1: in why I did it uh, to begin with. And then from there, uh, what it, what it ended up accomplishing was I was 26 when I did it the first time. Mm-hmm. And it like turned me, it turned my body perfect. Like it, it f- I felt like oh, I don't feel pain anymore. You yeah. know, like I just it, it just it absolutely just like especially swimming uh, for me just kind of tightens all the all the loose screws and stuff. Mm-hmm. And you know, if if a muscle feels like it's kind of pulled, it just unpulls it, and and it's it so it's pretty incredible. So and then really, but all of them together, yeah, just it, it also the I remember the times I've trained for triathlons. I went I went to a, the doctor once while training for a triathlon. And he checked my pulse, and he's like, "You must be very healthy to have a pulse that low." Like, Ooh. so like it low, it lowers your pulse, so it just makes everything just run more efficiently uh, in 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 one's body.
0: Yeah, I think uh, I think you're very lucky. Anybody is very lucky if they could discover a passion that also makes them healthier. Yeah, because there's so many like there's so many things that you could get into that are either neutral or detrimental to your health. You know what I mean? So if you could like fall in love with physical activity, I hate cardio so much. Yeah. Me me too. (laughs) I hate
1: running. Yeah. yeah. So, so so that would always be the thing that I would do the least in the, in the training stages. Mm -hmm. And then the times that I did run the races, the, the swimming and the biking would turn my body into such a perfect machine that the running didn't suck as much uh, because I was, cause I just felt so awesome, but I hate running. I hate it. Yeah. It, you know, I biking, I actually really like cause yeah, it's loose. You're moving fast. It's like, oh, this is fat. Um, the air is hitting you fast. Whereas running is like, I have to put in all the propulsion in, yeah. into making myself go fast. I like sprinting. Mm-hmm. I like, you know, I like running for in a sport, but jo- like jogging, I hate that shit. Yeah,
0: so cycling is like uh, being part of a very successful company. Yeah, and then uh, like running is uh, doing like being in charge of the whole thing yourself. Yeah, you own the business. Yeah, yeah. yeah I guess if that analogy makes sense. No, it does. It does. Because yeah,
1: no, yeah, and then and then swimming is uh, harder than both, but t- but technically it, it actually it's like very low
0: impact. So. Mm-hmm. So I guess I don't know what the analogy for that is. It's like being a gay homo, I think. Uh, like, being a gay homo, possibly. Yeah, I yeah. heard I heard that swimming is the best. Like, if you want a six pack, you should just start swimming. Yeah. So uh, I'm a, I'm vain enough that that might convince me to start swimming. Yeah. It's also a full body workout
1: mm-hmm. where you don't have to do anything else. Like if you if you're if you're doing laps, you literally don't have to do a single thing else. Whereas I was talking about pull ups are great for upper body. Uh-huh. You still need to like go for walks and stuff and like work out your legs to some degree Mm -hmm. swimming. You don't have to do anything else. Like if you're, if you're swimming, then just swim. That's all I have to
0: do. And the simplicity of that is very attractive to me because I've, I used to have a pull-up bar at home um, I've always gone to the gym, but a pull-up bar, well, during COVID, I got one and then it was always helpful to have a, almost like break glass in case of emergency. Like if I'm like, Oh, I can't get to the gym today. At least I can do some pull-ups or chin-ups or whatever. Mm-hmm. I prefer doing chin-ups cause I can do more of them. Yeah. Um, but, uh, now I have a new apartment where the doorway isn't conducive to a pull-up bar. So mm-hmm. I just have a pull-up bar in my house that I can't use. Right. And so I started doing pull-ups at the gym again, pull-ups, uh, uh, chin-ups and because the placement of the hands, like, because uh, I go to Planet Fitness, um, they're like a little wider. I could do like half the amount I could do at a doorframe pull-up bar. I don't know why. Yeah. And I, I mean, intellectually, I know like I'm doing the same movements and my body is like letting me do as many as I could do. So it's the, it, it, uh, from a hypertrophy standpoint, it's the same, but it makes me sad that it's not as many. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh-huh.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah, because you're because uh, you're using different muscles, because mm-hmm. like, you're pro- you're using like probably like more your chest and stuff, like I don't know, just different muscles. And I sure. got
0: weak chest. I got I got a I got a slightly below mid chest, awful shoulders. The listeners already know this, uh-huh. and I, I'm, dare <laughs> I say, a pretty strong back. Okay. Yeah. 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 Right. So, but yeah, ch- chest is also.
1: How would you work out your chest? What is your go-to?
0: So, uh, oh, this is going to get comments, Patrick. I think anytime you say like what your like split is or whatever, people are like wrong. Yeah. Everyone turns into Donald Trump when you yeah. say how you work out. They're like wrong. Yeah. It yeah. doesn't work. So I have a four day split and day one of that is uh, biceps chest. and I do abs every day because of my vanity. Sure. But so biceps and chest I do together. So like for biceps, I'll do, I'll do curls. I'll do chin ups. Um. uh And then for chest, I do uh, the pectoral fly machine and uh, 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 the chest like the chest press, the uh, machine, the chest press. Yeah. And then. I don't do this on purpose, but I usually do push-ups at the end of my workout because I could do push-ups at any time. Right. You know what I mean? So I always try to get like the machines when they're free because I don't know when they're going to be free again. Mm-hmm. I don't do. So at the very end of my chest workout, I'm able, I do push-ups to failure, which is usually like late 20s to early 30s. Okay. But yeah. in one set? In one set. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty good. Yeah. I used to do like... Uh, sets of 12 until I couldn't do 12 anymore with uh minute breaks in between. I don't know which is better.
1: Uh, well, the 12 would probably get you to more overall, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. You were probably doing like a lot like, like, right.
0: Yeah. I might start doing that again.
1: Yeah. It's, it's also, yeah. It keeps you at the gym a little bit longer, which is nice. It's like social. Right?
0: Yeah. Um. Although I, uh, I don't do more than an hour and a half. Right. my My understanding, based on the uh, you know the lay research that I've done, is uh-huh. that like forty five less than forty five is not enough, and more than an hour and a half is overkill. Yeah,
1: yeah. I, I think that's I think that's fair. Mm-hmm. I think yeah, hour and a half is actually good. That that sounds that sounds like a good workout. The, there'll be times when when I did have gym gym memberships that I had an idea of what I wanted to do, mm-hmm. I'd get there, I'd do it and I'd realize it's been 25 minutes yeah. I, and I was like, ah, oh, shit. Like, I I guess I'll stay, mm-hmm. but I really have already done what I like wanted to do at the gym.
0: It's better to be on that end of the spectrum than to kind of dilly dally, but be like, well, I was there for an hour or an hour and a half. You know what I mean? Yeah. I do see uh, uh like people that chit chat. Oh my God. People that chit chat at the bench. Ah, oh, yikes, dude. Can't do that. I I know. I mean, I went to the, so, uh, cause I have a friend that's like really into fitness has been for a while and I always want to shadow people like that when I, when I go myself. Um, so we went to the bench, but I'm glad he and I were on the same page. We were very much like he'd go, then I'd go, then he'd go, then I'd go. We both did four sets and then we left. Yeah. So we were there for like less than 10 minutes. Any anytime someone's at a machine for like longer than I don't know, maybe 12 minutes. I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah. You know what I mean? Did you come for the, just this machine? Yeah. Well, and then also if I if there's a powerlifting looking dude, like I don't mean to be mean, but if he's like bald and fat, I'm like that guy's going to be there for a half hour because he's doing his one rep max where he rests for five to seven minutes in between. Yeah, but we'll be mean if you want to work in with him. Yeah, on on a machine even. Uh, uh, oh, I'm sorry. Like uh, this is usually on a bench on a bench yeah. on a bench. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I respect the shit. I, I almost like that. They have like. Because to me, I've, I've said this on the podcast before. I'm a hypertrophy Harry. It's all for vanity. Curls for the girls. Uh-huh, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. And then if I get strong in the process, that's nice too, I guess. Right. You know? Whereas these guys are like, I am lifting so much to like the detriment of of my health and the way I look. Like those guys are usually like they have like big pot bellies uh-huh. and like old faces. Yeah. You know, if that makes sense. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but I'm like, hey, they could lift fucking 400 pounds or something crazy like that. Like, that is very cool. Well, well, and
1: to to go back to me not having a gym membership, Mm -hmm. every time I do have a gym membership, my traps get gigantic. And Mm -hmm. I'm just like, it's immediate that I'm just too big that I just don't like it, you know? Mm Uh, it's, I prefer doing cardio and stuff like that Yeah, because especially with my line of work, the muscle build is kind of going to happen naturally. Mm-hmm. So everything else is what I want to keep. I want to keep loose and kind of, uh, mobile. See,
0: yeah. you're, you, you've referenced that a few times that your day job is physical and that keeps you in good physical shape. But I feel like I've, I've watched like, like, uh, construction workers, for example, and, um, um, they usually fit into like either like meth head skinny or like very overweight. <laughs> right. Right. So, That's fair. so yeah, well, That's probably, I,
1: I guess I do use it. I do utilize it at times mm-hmm. for one thing, but, but there's probably more to it than that. But uh, like I, I do uh moving jobs, So oh. I, I do a lot of stairs. So it is actually a lot of cardio on okay. top of everything else. Uh, and I actually will like, run up the stairs and, and get myself like a little bit of a, of a heart Which a you rate don't have up. to do. You don't have to. I don't do. have to do that. Uh-huh. Uh, for one thing I like, I want to get out of there. I hate working. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> so I want to leave. Uh, so I, I, I try to, you know, keep it moving, especially you know, I like keeping it moving that way. When I do get tired and it's a little slower, the thought process is, well, he, he's like, uh, he already got to this point. So it's, it's okay that he's, moving a little bit slower now. So it's either, I kind of don't have a middle ground. It's Mm -hmm. either it's zero or 100, where if I go a hundred the whole time, then at least it'll just be done. If I'm thinking, Oh, I'll go like half strength. Then eventually it's just going to go to a, like sputter to a halt.
0: Yeah. uh, In terms of that. Um, what's your relationship like with food? Because I think of somebody, somebody that's like, takes good care of their body. Also, uh, like is, styled in to some extent with nutrition. Yeah. Yeah. Well,
1: my fiance now, I recently got oh my engaged. God.
0: I did not know that. Congra- that? Congratulations. <laughs> yeah, That's there's amazing. Whole, there's a whole post about it on my Instagram. Oh know. my God, guys. That's I should have done my research. <laughs> I should have been looking at your Instagram the morning of you being a guest. Oh my God. Congratulations. It's <laughs> oh, amazing. Yeah, yeah.
1: Uh-huh. Hell yeah. 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 So, so I'm engaged, uh, and she is a chef. Like a really uh, good chef and also like she likes cooking. Mm-hmm. So even at home, she, she cooks stuff up. A lot of times it'll be practice for something else that she's doing, Yeah, but she, she enjoys it. And so it's a lot of, uh, it's a lot of really good stuff and also, and it is also a lot of stuff. So, so, and it's delicious. I remember this one time when we first started dating, I was, I picked her up from, from work and she had the sushi roll that she made this hand sushi roll that she made. And I had already eaten like three dinners by then. And, uh, so I was like, I'm not hungry like at all, but I don't want to not eat this. Like, sure. I, you know, I, I don't want to be rude. Uh, so I took a bite out of it. I was like, Oh, this is the best thing I've ever eaten. And I ate the whole thing because because uh-huh. it was so good that I didn't have to be hungry in order to eat it. So I do. So I eat a lot. I have gained weight since, uh, since, since dating this, uh, since being with this lady. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but I try to like offset it with, with, uh, I, I try to do intermittent fasting, uh, he, as much as I can. And I, I don't know. I, I just, eventually I'm just going to get fat. I think that's, I think. yeah <laughs> I think that's just eventually it's just, it's not going, it's trend, it's trending upwards. It's okay. trending upwards mm-hmm. for sure. My, my weight, yeah. but I work out, you know, I have a physical job. I even comedy yeah. is actually great for staying in shape or at least it can be. Yeah because there's a lot of walking and Mm -hmm. like going from spot to spot and like just a lot of, a lot of early mornings with our day jobs and then late nights with that. So it's a lot of like movement movement Mm -hmm. uh, and it's a lot of activity. Yeah. It's hard to, it's hard to live a, like a a sedentary lifestyle as a comedian. Yeah. It's, it's possible. Obviously there's plenty of fat asses out there, but, but uh, but, yeah, it just seems
0: like it's, it's, it lends itself well to, to be, to, To being in decent shape, at Mm. least. Uh, I think the only caveat I would add is, like, if you are someone that moves around a lot, um, you might – there's – the thing that I've done in the past is you're like, well, I walked for – 20 minutes. So therefore I could eat this pizza where if you like, if you sat down and actually crunched the numbers, you're like, well, that's more calories in than out Yeah. But like in your brain, you're like, well, I feel like I deserve something for all this physical activity I've done. Yeah. Without a doubt. Yeah. Yeah. No, no,
1: that's a good point. And actually, and, and to go against my point, I actually am able to eat better Um, if I'm not doing anything. Okay. If I'm just at home, like sitting and like being calm and like almost meditative. Yeah. And I'm like, Oh, I don't need to eat. Like I, I'll just not eat for a while. You know, I don't have to, uh-huh. I'm not hungry, so I just won't eat yet. Uh, but then if I have something to do, I'm like, I should just eat three Big Macs. You know? Yeah. <laughs> like I got I, it. I have
0: to. F- I, ha- I have to. It's I have fuel. to carbo load yeah. before I do my spot. <laughs>
1: right. <laughs> <laughs> I need the energy, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So definitely it uh, it can have that effect as well. Mm-hmm. But uh, but yeah, but I, I, tr- I do my best. There was an episode of Simpsons I watched recently where Homer talks about, yo-yo dieting where Uh he won't let him, he won't just let himself get humongous and fat. Mm. He'll go down and then eventually probably right back up and then down and then up. And it actually spoke to me, uh, (laughs) spiritually. I'm like, okay, yeah, Uh you know, I won't just let it go. It'll go. (laughs) <laughs> but I'm not going to let it go. You yeah, know? so I think that's fair.
0: Yeah, as long as you don't. Uh, I mean, that, the yo-yo dining is like better than the alternative, which is like you, you just you, the yo-yo keeps going in wonder. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> the, yeah, the the yo-yo breaks off the string and falls <laughs> right. onto the street and gets hit by a uh, a bus. Yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah, filled with pastries. Yeah. Well, for a while, because uh, I think some of the listeners know this. Like uh, in my mid twenties, I was overweight and towards the end obese, mostly because of my alcoholism because alcoholism just doesn't like uh, we were, <laughs> I was saying like, uh, like construction workers are either real thin or overweight. I feel like alcoholics are the same way. Yeah. They're either real thin or like they got a nice Homer Simpson belly. <laughs> yeah. And I had the Homer Simpson belly, dude. I've, I've shown people actually. Cause okay. I was five, six and one ninety, which is a BMI of 31, which is just over. It's it, I just made obese. You know what I mean? Um, and I have and like... by
1: the way, this is the best you've looked. You look great. You yeah, look, you thank look, you. you. I was fishing for a compliment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's true. <laughs> it's true, though. You're like, you know, it's it's upward. It's upward and onward and upward.
0: I I do feel like I uh, am inching closer to that happy median between like uh, uh, like leanness and being muscular. Because if you're too lean without muscularity, you kind of look sick. Mm-hmm. And then obviously, you know, uh, people know if, you're, if you don't have the requisite muscle and you're very not lean you can kind of see it in your face like I had this puffy alcoholic face when I was when I was heavy um, and then I, I lost a bunch of weight right away but I feel like I just went from having like puffy alcoholic face to like gaunt, almost like skinny Pete from uh, Breaking Bad yeah you know yeah. so I think I think uh, also I have like a haircut that I think looks better I shaved it's a good haircut I shaved yeah. my head for like a long time and you um, got
1: that and I know you you have a bit about this by uh-huh. your neck but right don't, don't you <laughs>
0: <laughs> are you going to compliment my neck, dude? Yeah, yeah. Because I, yes. I am
1: actually going to compliment your neck. Because uh-huh. you have a, you have like... It shows just the perfect amount. Uh-huh. Like, you know, you have your neck. Uh-huh. And then you have like the trap. And it's just the perfect
0: amount of trap is, is showing past your neck. Okay, you know? so Pat is referencing... Because I don't know if I've put this on YouTube yet. I don't think I have that. I, I have a bit... I have on my YouTube. are you... <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. Yeah. Um, uh, I, I have a bit... Because I, I did do... Neck exercises specifically because there's this YouTuber, Jeff Nippard, uh, who's very good. He's like like a science nerd, but also like uh, a bodybuilder. Uh, he says the natural bodybuilder. I'm inclined to believe them, although that's controversial. Uh, but uh, he has this bit about. well uh, oh, I'm sorry. I have a bit about a video that he has about getting a bigger neck. And there's this idea that the wider your neck is, the more masculine your body looks and your face looks right. And the way you do it is you lay down on a bench and you put a weight. You don't go to failure because you'll break your neck. <laughs> uh, but you get, so you lay down on a bench and you put the weight on your forehead and then you put your head down and you go up and down. And you just do 12 reps of that, very lightweight, again, not to failure. <laughs> yeah. And it'll make your neck uh, bigger or wider. And I don't know if it truly works, Pat, because I did it for like, I think a few weeks and uh, I have this rule that if I hurt my lower back, whatever I was doing when my lower back started hurting, that exercise is cut from my life forever. Yeah. Because I'm so terrified because you hurt your back you're it's not like you hurt your hand you're like well I'll use the other hand right. like your back's like central uh-huh. and it affects everything else you mm-hmm. know and there would be nothing sillier i think than like going so hard at the gym that i can't go to the gym anymore you know what yeah, i mean yeah. um so for some reason i i like not, I didn't. I I've never thrown out my back, but I had. I started getting back spasms, and it could be a coincidence, but I started getting back spasms when I incorporated the neck hypertrophy program into my workout. Uh-huh. So that's gone forever. But I have done more shoulder exercises, and I think like because the traps are right between the neck and the shoulders. Oh like, yeah, yeah, for sure. Like yeah, that. yeah.
1: Well, uh-huh. the, and that's I I used to do neck workouts, uh-huh. and it, and then I was like, why am I doing neck workouts? You know, it, it's it. I, I don't even know if the muscle really works that way, yeah. you know, it's like, yeah, your eyes are muscles, like, but yeah. <laughs> it doesn't mean that you can work the out, work them out, you know, like, so, so I'm not entirely, I'm not sold on this actually being a possible thing. The way people make their necks look huge is their traps. Like they, they have like these muscles here yeah. just get gigantic and it's probably, yeah, it's probably connected to some degree, but then you so quickly it becomes just veins and like throat like uh areas oh like, dude there's if really I had not really muscle
0: if I had a neck vein yeah goddamn, <laughs> that's what you that's want. so cool dude I would love <laughs> yeah. to have a neck vein <laughs> you look by the way because yeah uh I always wore a beanie yeah. when I did it because otherwise you'll just get like this circle around your especially because I have very sensitive skin I would just have this like weight circle around my forehead yeah like, uh, like I was doing an interpretation of like the the dot that Indian women get, uh, which isn't the vibe I was going for. You know what I mean? Sure. So not remember, anymore, anyone. Anyway. Not anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Halloween is over, but I. <laughs> so I would put a beanie on. Yeah. But then I would like I'd have to remember to have the beanie. So usually yeah. I would just wear the beanie during my exercise, but then I was like, this makes me look bald. I'm wearing a beanie <laughs> at the <Right>. gym. <laughs> All of this sort of crazy mental stuff going on. So yeah, eventually, yeah. I, well, I hurt my back, but I was like, I'm not going to. Have you participated in any uh, fitness fads? Because you seem kind of dialed into just like, I like being active and I like being healthy and I like having fun. Right. Right. Yeah. I uh, like, what are some fitness fans? I guess I would answer
1: the question. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, maybe a little bit when I was in high school, cause I was on the wrestling team mm-hmm. and at that, there was like a period of time when I said, I need. I want to get like big. I uh-huh. want to get. I want to get really strong. And I, I like. There were, I was taking protein powder. So I yeah. guess that's that would actually const, uh, fall into that. Oh, category. I love protein powder. Yeah. You
0: don't take protein powder? No. No. Oh my goodness! No. I just eat a lot.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I just eat a lot of food. You ever yeah. take creatine? Uh, no. Uh, mm-hmm. Creatine uh, always uh, registered as that next level up. Okay. that like football players in my high school took creatine. Uh-huh. And that was the one where it's like, that's what you do when you want to be really big, when mm. you want to be like brawlic, you know, like yeah. you want to you be really big. Uh-huh. Uh, and I started to, so I did protein for a period of time. Again, it, with, with that in mind, like creatine being that next level up protein is something where you're like, Oh yeah. Protein that's in beef. You know, like I can eat protein. Sure. I got huge off protein. Like if I, if I just am doing protein and working out on it for one thing, you don't. It doesn't hurt as much. Like your, your aches and pains don't happen as much. Yeah. And also, I'm. I was just getting gigantic. Like yeah. it, immediately. My I. My freshman year of college. I don't have it anymore, but the uh, ID photo is just me. Like, <laughs>
0: <laughs> Hell yeah, dude! <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. By accident, like, like totally, like, whoa! Like, I looked even at the time, like, whoa! I didn't know I was jacked, and, like, you know. I was like, a, I was a meathead uh, for for a period of time. Yeah, totally by accident, like just because I was like, oh yeah, I want to be strong so that I can push shit. <laughs> yeah,
0: uh-huh. yeah, yeah. Uh, I wonder because I went to a big football high school. I wonder how many guys were on gear. Oh, yeah. yeah right. right. I guess that's even the actual next level, right? Is gear a steroid
1: or not? Quite? Uh,
0: yeah, that's just like Internet slang for like any type of like uh helper. Yeah. yeah any yeah, type yeah. of vitamin S that you're using. Right. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Because, uh, yeah, no, I, I there were
1: guys in my high school for sure that were on steroids. Like,
0: yeah. which um. so I'm not like super educated about steroids, Um, but I've heard like even to start using them before 25 is like useless. Like it's like, you, it's silly. Oh, like yeah. Like steroids is re, it's really for like, all right, you're done growing. Would you like to continue growing? Uh, yeah. Yeah. And especially I think like, I think if you're high, like a high school athlete, like uh, you're probably new to lifting, you're probably still getting newbie gains if you're 15 or 16. Cause yeah. like, what's the youngest people start lifting like 13, 14 if their dad's like really into it, right. maybe. Uh-huh. Um, But I, you know, and I, I, I wouldn't do steroids, um, but I don't not get it. Yeah. yeah. Especially when you, I, I've like delved into, all right, once you're an intermediate lifter, how much muscle can you gain? And once you're an advanced lifter, how much muscle can you gain? And, uh, these, by the way, these numbers are approximate. Uh, I, I mean, Patrick and I are both doctors, of course. But um, that's probably going to get us flagged on Spotify. Yeah. <laughs> we are doctors. That's but uh, if you if you've been lifting for like more than seven years, uh, you could continue lifting to a maintain what you have and maybe get like, uh, like under a pound of muscle a year. So I get if you're like, especially if you you know if you're unfortunate enough to have like body dysmorphia and you're like. That's not enough. I got to keep growing. You know yeah, what I yeah. mean? Um, well, like HGH is something that I definitely understand, you know. It just
1: you know, my shoulder hurts. Like I just want, you know, it would be great if my shoulder stopped hurting. And yeah. and, I, and you know, you you talk about like things like that. Mm. It, it uh working out and just li- living your life and like lifting a box that needs to be put into your apartment or something like that uh it it like starts to wear on you Yeah, and then and if you use some of this stuff like i've heard that they say like oh yeah i just uh, the aches and pains i used to have don't
0: exist anymore back to normal and there yeah. is like there's a psychological aspect to like my dad is 66 and we were at uh, the Giant game, actually, the one on New Year's Eve. Oh, First yeah. time I went to an NFL game. Cool, it was very fun. Um, but he cl- he uh, for whatever reason, the seats above us had nobody in, and rather than making everyone like stand up so we could get by, he was like, "I'm gonna climb over the seat, and then that'll be easier for me and everyone around me." Right. But he 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 climbed over the seat like a 66 year old. Just fine because he's sixty six. Yeah, and he came back and he was like, "How sad was that to see?" And I'm like, "It's fine. You're old." Yeah, but I think some t- people hate getting old. I think. Yeah, I mean that's not a, like a profound thought, but I to, to I do know other people in my life that are almost like, and it, this could be just an optimism pessimism thing, but some people are like, "I'm fucking old. Whatever. What are you gonna do? <laughs> yeah. It happens to everybody." And some people, it really bothers them. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, I, I think of it in terms of. uh, you know as I'm, I'm we're in our 30s so there are times that uh i'll just have like my leg is in pain yeah. and i and it's like moving weird and uh-huh. i have to walk weird because of it or yeah. like or uh, like my like i said my shoulder it gives me hard time a lot and i just feel like oh the, so that so but it's but it, i can get it get it away uh-huh. pretty fairly easily still uh i've just assumed that those things just won't go away as or certainly not often, you know, like, yeah. they, it's just like, oh yeah, that's just constant now. Like, like once you hit a certain age, it's just all the time that you're feeling that. And the same thing with kind of feeling like tired and like maybe even like a little sick. Uh-huh. I'm like, I assume that's just probably what it, it it feels like a lot of the time.
0: Dude, not, not even talking about dementia, but just like being like a little less cognitively there. Like the idea of that, like really annoys me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cause I, I always like, I always feel like I'm fucking on, on running on E a lot of the time cognitively because like all the different things that I got going on and I'm like, fuck like 23 year old Bobby could probably like if I had 33 year old wisdom with 23 year old cognitive ability, I'd be like unstoppable. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's just not how life works.
1: Yeah. The, well, there was a prime, Uh, that I definitely felt uh, in like my mid twenties Mm. where those two things kind of coincided to to a pretty high degree where like I had some, had some good solid wisdom Mm. on top of being like still a superhuman, like, like a young man. And uh you know obviously i'm I'm still a young man uh but yeah, like there was the, there was that point where they met where the where like they met at the it's your prime you know you you are at' a, people have different primes, but mm. i physically it's like ooh i'm not there. I'm not in my prime anymore yeah you know, I'm still all right, but I'm not in my prime anymore, yeah, so do you have a morning routine? do I have a morning routine uh yes, I do actually i uh I take baths a lot in the in the in the morning you take baths i take a lot of baths dude i
0: try I, there's a, there's times where i take two baths b- baths in a day that's fascinating to me i don't know if i've taken a bath as an adult yeah i think the last time i took a bath was when my mom made me as, <laughs> right, a, right. as a child yeah
1: well <laughs> i like yeah i i soak i like let you know i like i said i have like a lot of aches and pains okay and it takes them away like, really if i don't do it it's i'm like like it's like really, I feel really stiff. So you're not a shower guy. I I also shower. So I shower, I clean myself. Uh Then I take a bath just to soak and like, let my muscles like uh, ease. And then I shower again, soap up again to get the gross bath water off my, off me.
0: And this is something you do every day. Yeah. Yeah. At least you shower, take a bath. Yeah. Take a post bath shower. Yeah. And
1: then I feel great. And then I can do whatever I gotta do. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. And, yeah, it kind of it. You know, I I'll even say to my fiance, I'll I'll, I'll be like, let me go like, all right, I can do all the things you want to do today, but I gotta like take a bath because like, I, because it just makes me feel like, oh yeah, now I can do it. I also have a massage gun.
0: Okay. That I use. You used to masturbate. <laughs> <laughs> ow, ow,
1: ow, ow, ow. <laughs> It's like a. It does like that. Like imagine. Oh, damn it.
0: <laughs> Just punching herself in the dick repeatedly. Oh, it's only bad. Yeah,
1: it doesn't feel sexually positive at all. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I do that. Yes, uh, I do masturbate with it. No, but I, so I have the massage gun and that. I see pro athletes using it and it, it kind of wakes up muscles and kind of releases like the, I guess like if there's like a bad thing here, there's always gonna be bad stuff. You just want it to go, you know, yeah, spread out. (laughs) Don't be in this one area. So I get, so it kind of like spreads out some of the, yeah. Like what, what, the, um, the acid, what are the, what is it? What is that acid? The, uh, lactic lactic acids and stuff like and things like that okay so yeah so the massage gun is a good thing in the morning uh-huh. to, to go back to the morning specifically uh and really it's it's just waking my body up is my morning routine and and kind of you know I'll, i like i need to brush my teeth in the morning uh-huh do you do
0: you brush your teeth every morning dude i am astounded that some people brush their teeth once a day yeah i i have a friend that brushes with their teeth at night before they go to bed and i'm like in the morning and they're like no Why oh yeah yeah
1: so so if anything, I'm the opposite. Uh huh. The morning, I'm like, I gotta brush my teeth. I have
0: such bad morning breath. Yeah, yeah. And it's uh, it's not self-diagnosed. I've had I've had partners tell me as such too. Sure, sure. Like, You you have to brush your teeth. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I right wake up and
1: my mouth is like in pain because of you know just like the dry nastiness. Uh, yeah. that that has happened over the course of the night.
0: I think I have. Uh, so I know that I drool when I sleep, and I know also. Um, so I don't grind my teeth when I sleep, but apparently, of course, I'm not conscious while I'm doing it, but apparently I make this like smacking sound in my sleep. I go <laughs> <laughs> like I'm chewing on peanut butter. In my, I have no idea what that's about. Yeah. I've told my dentist about this, and they're like, I've never heard of that before. You're just like a fucking weirdo. But like I'm super susceptible to cavities, so I almost have to be vigilant. Like yeah. I, I, have, oh, yeah. I have this whole routine, When I first wake up and before I go to bed, is that I uh, do mouthwash for a minute. I do interdental brushes, which are basically like pipe cleaners, and I bring them through each individual teeth, uh, each individual tooth, and then I have floss. Yeah, and then I have a electric toothbrush that I do for three minutes. So it's like a process. Like I'll tell my roommates, like I'm gonna brush my as if I'm taking a shower. I'm I'm gonna brush my teeth right now. Do you need to? Pee before I brush my teeth. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? But I'm just like, I've had, I've had like so many dental issues and I'm like, I can't fucking, like, that's yeah. the worst thing. Like, even if you're blessed with like, I don't know, get great like teeth genetics, take care of your teeth. Maybe not to the extent that I do, but like brush twice a day. Yeah. Because you, ca- you can actually be an old person with all their teeth. They exist. Yeah. It's <laughs> rare. Mm-hmm. You know, it's almost like you can be an old person that like, maybe not does the triathlon you described, but you can do like physical activities. You could (laughs) chew. You could chew as an old man or an old woman. You (laughs) You could could do do it. it. You could do it. So Uh, if you are are taking showers and if you, if you're doing the, the bath sandwich with two showers being the bread, then you must leave a lot of time in the morning before you have to go somewhere.
1: Uh, Yeah. Yeah. I usually do. And and I even, I brush my teeth in the shower. Uh, like, so the first shower, okay. So I do the <laughs> shower number one, shower number one. I brush my teeth and, uh, if, in like, so if, if it's before a show that I'm doing the uh-huh. shower bath shower, <laughs> I'll put my contacts in also in the first uh-huh. shower. Okay. So to get ready for a show. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. And then, and yeah. And then I'll brush my teeth and then once I am done, like, so I'll soap up, brush my teeth. You know, obviously rinse off the soap and then once everything's down the drain, like all the tooth, all the spit, uh-huh, uh-huh. all the toothpaste spit, then I'll do a bath and I'll do this. Then I'll do the next shower. Um Yeah, I do have to give myself a good amount of time, but not uh-huh. the, the bath isn't like it, like playing with a rubber ducky and right. like, ah, like it's I let it fill up uh-huh. to the point where I can put my head under because okay. i need to also bathe my i need to r- soothe my face as well uh-huh. so i do it just deep enough so i can get my face under come back up let it drain and then, so it's it's a pretty it's as this uh process goes it's fairly quick okay it's like a half hour okay the whole process is a half hour uh-huh. which is obviously a long time <laughs> <laughs> to need to bathe every day <laughs> I,
0: but it's pretty, but that's not that long considering what I described as, as what I do. You're very efficient. Yeah. And uh, I just, I love this because the, the, the vibe up until right now was like, cause I'm very like, I have this four day workout split. I cal I calculate all my calories. Uh, and so I'm very like meticulous in this, you know, people have described it as like almost OCD. I don't think it is, but I will take the criticism and you're like, "I I just like working out. I don't, I eat what my fiance cooks for me. Yeah. I'm like, damn, he's got it all figured out. Yeah. Then when I heard about the shower sandwich. It's <laughs> <laughs> fair. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I, and, and to, to
1: that point, recovery is something that I am like huge into and like, uh, like do my best to, uh, to, to keep really stringent. Uh, uh-huh. to, to, like I have a schedule for my recovery because you know uh two things one yeah it's my my lifestyle has something to do with it uh-huh. also i think it's just my body composition it just gets like tight like mm-hmm. everything just starts to like ache a lot mm-hmm. so i have to and i really always have liked being flexible like l- literally physically flexible and like loose and stuff so i go big into recovery uh and i and i've described it as as a person who works with uh works like manual labor Uh i feel like an athlete in the Uh sense that what you hear about them having to take like ice baths and you know really every day they go to the trainer to to like loosen up their body and and stuff i i like i'm like oh i should do that too because that's that's how much of a beating my body takes
0: probably every even like a white collar worker like uh because there's some damage that your body takes just from being out in the world, yeah. You know, like, like even I don't know. Even if you work from home, it's like you sleep funny. You yeah. know, you sleep, you wake up and you're sore, and you're like, "Oh, slept wrong." Like maybe I should think about that. And but I think I think the idea of thinking of recovery is very smart because I think a lot of people, a lot of people don't sleep enough. I don't know. What's your relationship like to sleep?
1: Uh, I, I yeah, I try to try to get my z's for sure and and then i'll you know i i want to work hard so Mm. i want to you know i want to with what i do it's like handyman work so it's a lot it's gig economy on top of our gig economy uh uh dreams yeah and it's um uh so it's a lot of like whenever i can get work i just do it right like so so if i have an if i have a gig in comedy that ends at midnight and I'm not home until one thirty in the morning, and then I get hired for a handyman gig at eight thirty in the morning. I'm like, I got, i got to do it. You got to do it. I got to do it. So mm-hmm. I, so I wake up and go do it. A lot of times they're shorter jobs, so I can get home and like, uh, and and rest during during the day. Uh-huh. But I, but rest is big. Rest is big in general, and sleep. Uh, I'll like, I'll set out a day where my I'm, like, I'm gonna sleep like fourteen hours. Yeah, to, like, like today, and get and really like. There was one day recently actually it was like the it was in the middle of the weird time between Christmas and new year's where I was working a lot. I worked like every day in between those, those two days. And then, but there was one day I had off and I did, I barely got off the couch. Like I barely, like I made it so that I was just like, no, you just have to sit. Like if you don't sit, you're going to, it's going to be a problem. So you have to just sit for, for like, half the day, at least, you know, you, you, you can go grab something to eat, sit down and then uh-huh. and eat it, but you have to really relax.
0: And I think, I think that's great. Like to listen to your own body and yeah. allow even though like uh, a lot of people in our field are like very driven and very go, go, go. You do have to like take a moment and relax just to give your body a break and to give your mind a break in. Yeah. Well,
1: it, yeah. And, 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 if you're driven enough, then that shouldn't be a problem. Mm-hmm. You know, that then that day that you have off, you think I just did a huge show yesterday uh-huh. I'll do two mics. I'll do a mic tomorrow, a mic the next day. I have another big show the day after that. And then, mm-hmm. you, you know, so if you're driven enough in doing the stuff that you're doing, it, yeah, like it's, it's when you're kind of wishy-washy with the stuff that you do want to do mm-hmm. that you think I can't take a break. I haven't even done what I got to do. Like, but, but on my break days, I'm thinking I've done a lot. I, did, I think I've done everything I needed to do this week. You know, I, I've, and then so if you have, then those rest days feel like, they're just as important as as any other day.
0: So Patrick, if people are interested in getting into uh, the shower, uh, bath, shower routine, and they want to maybe DM you about it, how would they do so? Uh, Patrick Haggerty comedy is my Instagram,
1: so so that's probably ha- that's how they would DM me. And actually, speaking of uh, of uh, fitness, on my YouTube channel, I'm doing a push up a day plus one. Every day for the whole year. Okay. That's the, so it's one on the first two on the second, three on the, so on the, so by December 31st, I'll do 365 pushups in a row. in, in, you know, in whatever amalgamation of a row that I can do.
0: it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. So
1: every day I'll be doing this that days of the year's worth of pushups.
0: So if people want to encourage and or bully you during this process, (laughs) how can they find you on YouTube? Uh, Patrick Haggerty uh,
1: is is my YouTube uh, handle. So, yeah. So go check me out.
0: Hell yeah, Yeah. dude. Check him out on Instagram. Check him out on YouTube. Encourage him to do as many push-ups as his body can handle. (laughs) And remember, folks, early to bed, early to rise. makes a man healthy, wealthy, and wise. I'm just playing night owls. You know I love you. Thank you.